Welcome to Trader Triggers, presented to you by Rob MV3 Trader. This is a segment of Futures Trade Radio that is brought to you by The Ultimate Trader's Guide, your one-stop shop for the most valuable income-producing information on the internet. Go to ultimatetradersguide.net to learn more. Link in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the second half of Futures Trade Radio. So for today's Trader Triggers, this is going to be sort of a fun topic, but I want to build on what I talked about on last Friday's episode, where I was talking about the energy to bring to the market, right? To treat your business or to treat your trading as a business in relation to gambling. All right, so with that talk, I mentioned how gambling is directly tied to playing a game. I walked us all the way through that, but here's a question. Can you take a game serious? Now, this question is going to lead us to the topic for the day, which is trading like a pro athlete during the Futures Trade Radio or during the trading portion of Futures Trade Radio. I kind of did mention how I like to show up right in this environment, even if my own days where I'm not really feeling like trading or the energy may not be 100% where I want it to be to, for me to execute, which this morning I didn't take any trades because just the energy wasn't there. My frequency wasn't there where I wanted it to be. Plus, I didn't get the kind of setups, the, you know, the good setups that I was looking for. But I still showed up, right? I still got my screen time in. I still went through the process, right? Much like a pro athlete would do, right? So let's get into this topic where this environment in and of itself, like this environment, uh, this business that we're in, this, in, this place where we trade financial products, or assets, this environment is a game, or it has been gamified. However, like a pro athlete, you can absolutely take this game completely serious. So, just like the game of basketball, I'm going to reference basketball because that's my, that's a sport that I like, right? During this talk, I'm going to reference basketball a lot, right? So just to put that out front and center. So just like the game of basketball, basketball in and of itself is a sport that was designed for leisure, fun, and entertainment, right? Now, most people's approach to basketball is just as a way to have fun, you know, maybe break a sweat for exercise. You may, you know, they may use it as a way of getting together with friends and family and just something fun to do, not really taking it too serious, right? They're just having fun or we're exercising with it. But for the few people that do take the game serious, it opens up the potential to play the game at a higher level, which opens them up to so much more opportunities within their lives, right? So these people, these pro athletes, they do, they find a way to do what most people won't do by taking a game, a game that was designed for fun and entertainment. They take this game seriously, you know, which gives them, you know, tons of riches and a lot of experiences and you know, all the things that a lot of people see as a dream life, those that take the game of whatever sport they play serious, that gives them the advantage to be able to reap those benefits from what was designed for something that was just supposed to be fun. But, you know, of course, it's not always, and not everything is going to be sunshine and lollipops when I talk about the benefits from taking a sport serious. There's, this is just as there are positive sides to it, there are also negative sides to it. But, you know, 
for most athletes is completely worth it, right? But it just shows, we can see, we can look at those athletes that shows what's possible when you approach a game with serious intent. So let's like take me for instance, why you will hear me speak about what I do is kind of like being in the NBA or playing basketball, or I use a lot of sports references, right? You know, I grew up with dreams of making it to the NBA, but sometimes like, sometime like around high school, I realized, or really I accepted that the NBA was probably not in the cards for me, for my adult life. You know, not having the, the height that I saw was a requirement at that time. Now also at this time, I didn't know that you could actually play overseas and I didn't know about the different levels to it. But my goal when I was a child was to play in the NBA, but I didn't get the height that I saw was like a requirement to at least be a point guard. So I kind of gave up on that dream and went into another direction. So now, Ever since I've been on this trading journey, I kind of see it as my way of making it into the league. And I use, you know, this environment, this business as a way for me to live out my NBA dreams through my participation in the financial markets. So with all that being said, right, all the lead up, how can we apply a pro athlete's approach to our trading business, right? So for the first part of this, I'm going to talk about, well, we're going to start out with identifying some different types of players versus market participants, right? It helps to know what level you want to perform or what level you want to be at so that you can develop a plan or have an idea of what it takes or what it's going to take to get to where you want to go. Just like someone with dreams, like when I was younger and I had dreams of, of making it to the NBA and, and then making it to the highest level to where I'm in the NBA finals and I'm winning the ring, me and my team have won the championships. With trading, your trading championship can be anywhere from making millions of dollars, right? Just from simply trading, having your trading as the primary source, or it could be like just where you use trading as a way of achieving financial freedom, which gives you time freedom. So let's talk about the different types of professional athletes versus the different types of traders, right? So we're going to start with the average person when we're talking about the sport, they're either going to play the game, like they're not going to play the game at all, or they're just going to play it casually. Just something to do in their free time when they have some spare time. They're just going to get together with other people and they're going to play the game. Now, so for the market, so for market participants, this would be more like the people who may be afraid to put their money into the market because of the risk that's involved to the people that just, you know, trade every once in a while, you know, on a whim, not necessarily having a strategy or being consistent, they're just in and out based off of maybe what someone says or whatever the trending thing is. Like when Bitcoin was popping back in 2017, they jumped in and they put their money in Bitcoin because everybody was talking about it. Not because they did this, they had a strategic approach or they knew much, even knew much about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or had a real interest in it. They just saw that a lot of people were making money and they just wanted to be a part of that. So. This is your, these are your casuals, right? Similar to people who just rarely maybe play the game of whatever sport they watch or just, they only watch the sport. They don't really play it. They just understand the game and they approach the game from an entertainment standpoint, right? So then that takes us into what I'm referring to as the enthusiast, right? So the enthusiast, they take more time to practice, you know, when they're not actually playing the game for fun or for whatever, when they're not playing a pickup game or whatever it is, 
they do take some time to practice and work on and, and improve their skills. And sometimes they may even play in a, like a recreational league or they may play, they may go overseas to play, what I didn't have sight of when I was a kid trying to make it into the league or thinking with the dream to make it into the NBA. The enthusiasts, they can get as good to where they make it and they're able to play in those semi-pro leagues like overseas or even in their home country, right? And they may even have aspirations to make it into the big leagues. But it's, you know, as an enthusiast, they just haven't quite put all the pieces together to be able to make it to that next level, to the highest level, right? So with traders, this can be, well, I'm, not, I'm identifying this as a person that is interested in trading and investing. You know, they start out to learn some things and they may place a trade or two. They may, you know, invest in one or two shares or whatever they're interested in. But eventually they may lose interest. Now, being at this enthusiast state, this is why I'm speaking of my history that led me into where I am today. To where it took me a long time to actually take trading serious and take investing serious. Right? To where I would pick up a book, maybe read a little bit of it, go back to my regular life. Right? And I may look into stocks that I wanted to invest in, place a share and forget about it. You know, I was kind of all over the place, right? As an enthusiast, I wanted to really, I had the dreams and to, to, to make money, uh, the idea to make money and to be good at investing at that time, it was investing wasn't trading, but I didn't really put the effort into it to get that result. And I also did it passively as an enthusiast, right? And I was more so being what I, what in the business world, especially this online business world, I was being what is referred to as a infopreneur where I love to learn about it. I love to watch videos and stuff about it and hear other people talking about it. But I was doing so mostly as a spectator. I wasn't really putting a lot of effort into a lot of serious effort and intent into my ideas of what I wanted to achieve from this environment. Right now, until I stepped into a situation in my life that took me to that next level and to the next category, which is the role players. So in professional sports, let's say in the NBA, you have those that are good enough to make it to the NBA, but you never really hear that much about them, right? But they're significant to the team and they bring value to the team, but they're just that number. You know, they're mainly, they're mainly a number. And sometimes, you know, if you're playing fantasy sports, they can, they may, if you put them on your team, you can get lucky and get some nice points with them, but they're not the main people. You don't see them in the media. They're not getting interviewed a lot. They don't get a whole lot of minutes, but they're good enough to make it to the league. They made it above the majority of people that had the dream to make it to, to make it to that level, but they're just not at the top, right? So as a trader, we're going to make the reference to, are we going to relate this to those that are profitable, but more so behind the scenes, right? Where they have a working strategy and they found their working strategy. And they stick to that working strategy. They don't really try to do anything above that. That strategy works for them. It gives them the results that they want. They're not out here trying to, you know, gain a following and all that stuff and make a business out of it. They just, they found their strategy. They're trading their strategy. They, they're getting modest yet respectable results, right? Those are your role-playing traders. Now, segueing into the top of this ladder, I just... Cut it down, split it up into the four parts, four categories. 
But at the top of this category, it's going to be your, your MVPs. These are going to be the players that have figured out what they are best at and they have locked into trying to master that and working on mastering what they're best at. And, you know, they'll also prove other areas, but they're really, they've really mastered or they're working to master what they are good at and the, the main value that they bring to the game, which puts them at the top of their peers, right? These are the ones, these are the LeBrons, the Jordans, the Kobe's, the John Morant's, you know, the, the, the main people at the top of their game. And they're usually the center folk, the central focus of the team. They're usually the, the, either the leader of the team or are they the main one to three talent on their team, the go-to person. So this, this level can also be broken down into two parts. But before we get to that, let's talk about the traders side of, uh, of these, the MVP, the elite traders, right? Now we can relate these MVP like traders to traders that have they figured out what they're good at, but they keep they continue to learn, they continue to grow. They found a strategy that works for them, but they stay open to more to new ideas and they keep working on improving other areas of their trading business. They are open to more information, they're open to learning. They may not necessarily use everything that they learn, but they, they're open to learning new stuff and they take little bits and pieces out of that to apply to their trading where where it makes sense. Also, these MVP like traders, these elite traders, they also take a lot of time practicing and working on their craft, their skills outside of just trading for income. Right? These elite traders, these MVP traders have found their edge and are consistently working to get as good as they can possibly get with their approach, right? Now, I mentioned this already. But I want to specifically focus on the last group of these elite MVP players because, you know, that's kind of more closely related to the, the previous episodes. But, you know, I want to focus on, we're going to break this down a little bit more of how we can use their model of reaching the top of their sport as a guide for how we can develop into MVP-like traders. Right. And if you're not trying to be a, an elite trader, if you're not trying to be at the top of at, you know, this trading class, however you want to, you know, label it, you can still use some of these techniques to be the best role player or whatever category you want to put yourself in, whatever level you're trying to trade or take your trading business to. Right. So let's get into these. What does what do these pro athletes do or what from these pro athletes can we take an approach? and their approach to their sport and apply it to our approach to trading. So one thing is they spend a lot of time studying and learning the game. So the best NBA players, they'll spend a ton of time watching game film. They'll spend a, a ton of time, you know, learning the different rules and the different ways to play the game. And then they'll look into history and see how other people, they approach the game, how other greats approach the game. They'll study their past performances and see what little things that they can tweak and make better. They spend a ton of time, more time studying and learning the game than they actually do playing the game or playing official games, right? So as traders, we can do the same thing to where we can record our sessions and we can go back and we can watch our sessions and see what we did right, what we did wrong and make little tweaks that we, you know, that we see are necessary, right? We can use our, 
our trading recordings as a way of studying ourselves. We can also, you know, read all the books and watch, you know, the, the different content on YouTube and other areas. And, you know, we can spend a lot of time learning this business of trading and this, in, this environment, this financial environment. And also for me, I include business in that as well to where we can learn as much about this industry as we possibly can. This is also where journaling comes into place and to play to where we can write our stuff, you know, write our feelings down. We can learn more about ourselves and we can learn more about how we show up and how we participate through by what we journal in the moment, which takes us to practice and scrimmages to where the best players, the best players in whatever sport, they won't just play the official games and then just show up to the practices that the coaches have put on the calendar. They also spend a lot of time on their own. And I hear this a lot. I hear this a lot from, like I watched Gilbert Arenas' podcast and he talks about this a lot. Why he played the way that he played with his teammates because they wasn't taking the game as serious as he was. But getting back to the point, these top players, they'll spend a lot of time outside of what's been already scheduled for them to practice and to run in scrimmages. So like during the summertime, they'll get together with other players, with other top players, and they'll go through a lot of runs to where they're playing with other top tier players so that they can keep improving and they can keep working on their craft. So with traders, with trading, we can do the same thing as we can practice through back testing, through simulated replays, right? Not necessarily to find the magic sauce to trading, but to sharpen our skills and so we, that when we show up to trade for income, that we can perform in these live markets with minimizing the mistakes and minimizing whatever unknowns as much as possible. And sometimes these players, they need a little help, so they'll go out and they'll seek coaching that will help them develop outside of what they were able to uh, produce on their own. So these pro athletes, they'll use coaches and trainers to help them improve their skills and their understanding of the game. So as traders, we can do the same thing. We can get with other traders that are taking it serious and we can bounce and share ideas off of each other to where we can help each other improve outside of what we can do on our own because we have our perspective, but we don't have all the perspectives and each perspective carries its own value. So we can start sharing these perspectives with each other, which will help us get better. And we can also hire coaches or we can get with mentorship that will help us see things that we may not be aware of because we don't have the experience or we just don't have this coaches. The coaches are the mentors perspective. So those are just like three kind of techniques that you can use to trade like a pro athlete, taking this business or this game of trading serious as a business. But I kind of mentioned this before when I was breaking down the categories, we can also segment these elite players into two types, right? which is important, which I, you know, I get to after I explain this two types of uh, professional players. So like with the NBA, you're going to have two types of players. You're going to have your specialist or you're going to have your all around player, generally speaking. Right. So most NBA players, they will either lock into one or two skills that they master and they benefit from those. And well, that they master to benefit the team. Right. So they're the specialist, right? You may have a player that's really good at shooting like a J.J. Redick, and he just mastered the art of shooting. And that's the, this, he's a specialist 
for whatever team that he plays on as a shooter. And then you have the other players that are really good all-around players, like a Kawhi Leonard, to where he plays both sides of the ball really well, and he can do a lot of good things. He can do a lot of things really well. You know, you also have, you know, other players like this, you know, with the LeBrons and the Jordans. These are usually your top-tier players that are the central guy on the team, the main guy on the team, your franchise players, where they just work on the game. They have their one thing that they that took them to the top, but then they start working on the other areas and they become really good all-around players. So we can take this kind of ideology and apply it to trading to where you're looking at the different styles of trading and from understanding yourself, you can see, you can master the a style of trading that works best for your personality and what you bring to this environment. You know, are you the specialist that only day trades Forex and you have, you trade your, your Forex, you have your certain amount of pairs and you have your certain time that you trade those pairs and you're just a specialist at Forex for those pairs, right? And that's all you do and you stick to that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's what works best for you. Or do you have a more all-around approach to where maybe you dabble over here in futures and maybe you trade some options and maybe you invest in some stock and then you can mix all of those together as the all-around trader and you can start throwing in some hedging between everything that you participate in. And with that hedging concept, there is a way, like hedging is for risk management because this idea just popped into my head. Hedging is for risk management, but you can also... Risk management can also be being a specialist, knowing that you're not good at these other, that you're not interested in these other types of trading or these other markets or whatever. And you stick to your one thing, which helps you reduce the amount of risk that you're putting on the table as you participate in these markets. Right. So there really is no one size fits all for trading or professional sports. It's up to the individual to determine which is going to work best for them. So this is something that you got to figure out what, what works best for you. But you can use all of these techniques that I talked about in order to figure that out. To figure out what kind of trader you are and then apply those techniques to excel in that role. So before I bring this bill to a close, I want to mention one more thing, which is the advantage that we have over athletes. Which in hindsight, I would actually, I'm glad that I didn't, you know, I kind of did give up on the dreams to play in the NBA because I would rather be a trader than a professional athlete, knowing what I know now, right? So as traders, we do have an advantage over pro athletes, right? Other than being able to perform our sport from the comforts of a gaming chair, we have more, you know, we, we have uh, an advantage over them by way of anyone can participate in this environment at the highest level, right? There is no limit to how many people can participate in this environment. In fact, these markets, they want as many people to participate as possible. Unlike professional sports where there's a limit. There's a, you, it's only a certain amount of players that you can have on a team. It's only a certain amount of players that can participate in you know, a tournament or in the highest level of their sport. Also, we don't need an organization to draft us. Like in the NBA, you got to be drafted into the NBA. It doesn't matter how good you are. Any little thing can throw off your chances of being drafted. Or you can get drafted and you can easily get kicked out if you don't do what they want you to do as a pro athlete. 
and it can be the it can be subtle. You may not even like I was watching one of the podcasts lately to where there was a player who kind of got pushed out of the league because of they didn't like his attitude or whatever. And this is from his words, right? But for whatever reason, he was pushed out of the league. As long as you want to participate in these in this environment, you can trade and invest as long as you want to. As long as you have the capital, even to do it through these funded accounts, if you don't have all the capital that you need, you can still participate in this environment, right? Also, you don't need an agent to help you to get the best deals or even to get mentioned to the right people like a pro athlete does, right? You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about the agent. You don't have to worry about the media. You don't have to worry about the public's opinion. You could just be in your own little space doing your thing, trading the way you want to without all, without all of those external distractions, right? You don't have to worry about all the extra stuff that goes into, that goes along with the business of being a professional athlete inside of the business of professional sports because professional athletes done right, they treat themselves as a business. Just like tying us back to trading, you should treat your trading as a business, in my opinion. And for trading, all you all we need to do is have the desire and the determination and awareness that will allow us to take this business as far as we want it to go. And you still get all the benefits of playing a professional sport at the highest level. You get the money, you get all that stuff, right? As much as you want of it. All right, so that's a fun, a little fun topic that I wanted to have today before we head into this long weekend for the holidays. So as I bring this Trader Triggers to a close, definitely want to say I appreciate each and every one of you for, for coming through and tapping in and listening to everything that I got to talk about. Appreciate you, Wes, for popping into the chat. Hope everybody have a safe and blessed holiday. You can catch these live on YouTube at MV3 Trader during the Futures to Trade radio live stream plus more videos on day trading futures. Also, make sure you head on over to ultimatetradersguide.net for more valuable income-producing information. All links and resources mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, trade it easy.